0: Previously on Every Which Way,
1: Ian is very pale, light eyes, darkish hair, very scrawny, um, and just like a nervous creature overall, just like fidgety, uh, bouncing the leg, you know the usual.
2: Max is uh, wearing gym, two big gym shorts and a shirt. Uh, Max isn't like a small person by any means. They they've got they've got a bit of a gut hello class today is going to be your first day
3: of mythology 101 i'm going to be your professor professor benign but you do see strange spikes that look like bone coming out of his arm and he starts to swing at you you see a blade slash at his throat um and it cuts open and the the man just falls to the ground someone walks out and you recognize this person as professor benign harvester hops
0: out of the van and harvester goes ah those fucking things there's been so many of them recently
1: i'm a little like pissed off right now and i'm just like fucking talking to myself and all of a sudden i just (laughs) fall backwards through the wall
3: Welcome to Every Which Way, Episode 2. I'm Aiden, and I'll be the keeper. And I just wanted to say, I had a horrible, terrible, very bad, no good, very bad day yesterday. And
2: so I'm hoping this will turn things around. Hi, my name is Noah, and I'm going to be playing Maximilian Sander. And Max only has four normal socks. He's a low-cut Haynes man.
1: What constitutes an abnormal sock?
2: Like, you know, like, uh, you know, like those, like, pizza Or, like, just, like, graphic socks. Mm -hmm. Hanes makes socks? (laughs) The reveal. (laughs) That was
3: frightening. Yes. (laughs) For for the people who are listening at home. Noah just took off his shoe and raised his foot at me to reveal his Hanes socks. Can you put your shoe back on now?
0: Hi, I am Jared, and I play Harvester. Uh, What's a fun fact? He really enjoys knock-knock jokes. Oh, that's cute. That's that's a good fun fact.
1: My name is Sam. I play Ian. And a fact about Ian is that he, like, hates uh, committing to putting a sticker somewhere. So what he does is he uh, just keeps them all in an envelope just to, like, look at them. He will never stick it anywhere.
3: Ian's just like me. I actually do have a little thing with a bunch of stickers because I don't know where to put them. Um, Okay. We are going to be starting with harvester also just a quick note this is going to be jumping back in time we're going to be taking place around the same time as the beginning of episode one and getting back to what harvester was doing at that time you'll see exactly when in a little bit okay harvester you came to which way you said this summer right yes okay uh you came to which way recently while tracking a specific creature and you know that wherever that creature goes strange sightings become more common as you are in this area you do have a police scanner which you often listen to to just hear weird police reports and things police reports that you know don't sound like the standard criminal activity of a small town such as which way a lot of their calls are just about dumb college kids being dumb college kids you are normally asleep at this hour, but you hear on your police scanner a pretty loud and pretty urgent call coming from the outskirts of town. They said it's over in the factory district, which is pretty run down. It's been shut down for a hot minute. Yeah, dude, write that down. We got to just start adding factory district. Well, Yeah, it's like an industrial area.
0: You know okay. what I mean? That's like saying uh, Power Rangers. They're attacking the rock quarry. Yeah, a rock quarry.
1: What did the factories make?
0: Cheese. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, okay. I'm just kidding.
3: Oh, okay. We're writing that down. Yep. Shit. I just made that canon Cheese factory. It might be useful for later. <laughs> like a mouse but it's run
1: down, so it's all moldy. It's
3: all. the, the oh, They left some cheese in there, and it's still really moldy and gross. Maybe I'll harvest that for later. So you hear of a person that sounds very hurt, except they're running around and attacking people. And the police said that they also attacked officers when they came in to try to help. But the person looked very injured Um, and it seemed that the person shouldn't be able to to fight as much as they did. So you you uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but you probably wanted to go investigate this. Of course. Of course. I, I go and investigate. Okay, you roll up in your in your beaten up old Ford Explorer. Yes, I do. And you pull up to the cheese factory and you see a, a really injured police officer running out of the building and he just goes, Jesus fucking Christ, what the hell is that? Sir, what are you talking about? He's holding his arm, which is very cut open. And, and he goes, who, who are you? My name is Harvester. You have to be. You're kidding, right?
0: No, I'm not kidding. I, I most likely I will believe whatever you've seen inside.
3: I mean, the, there was a person, but he looks not like a person anymore. He's just, I don't know, his bones were all fucked up. He was charging at us, and he, he cut me open with it. Bones were fucked up,
0: and he cut you open? With the bone. You need medical attention as soon as possible, sir. You need to leave. Leave the area right now.
3: Who, what, who are you? What are you doing here? I'm here to help. Okay, you're right about the medical attention. Uh, And he he runs off and gets into a police car that you see nearby and drives off. And he says, says, you need to get out too, though. I know, but I got to check and see if anyone else is inside. And then he drives off scared. I go into the front door that the officer just came out of. Okay, so you run or how do you walk in? I peek through the door. Okay, as you peek through the door, there's not much light. Oh, wait, it's noon. There's a decent amount of light. That really breaks the tension of this spot i forgot uh so the the room is pretty well lit as there's a lot of open areas uh to see into, and as you peek through the door, you see a large vat that you assume was once filled with the cream for the cheese. You see a couple of uh belts that the cheese would run down, and on one of those belts that the cheese would run down, you see what you assumed was human based on the cop's description but the the flesh it, it all has moved and the bones have formed in a way that that there are bones wrapped around the creature's face and out out of it is protruding a horn and it almost resembles a rhino in its in its head shape except coming from the body of a person that is very injured. Okay, and it hasn't seen you yet, but it's sitting there. Okay, I guess I'll make it clear that I have
0: drawn my shotgun the shotgun okay yes you have your shotgun drawn yes I do I'll go somewhere where I can get an angle at its face because I is my is its back towards me yes its back is currently towards you okay good then I will try and get somewhere where I can see its face maybe like a side angle
3: okay at the moment I don't think I'm gonna make you roll for that I think you uh, slowly enter the room there are a couple of shells that line the side of the room mm-hmm. that you can just like crouch next to mm-hmm and sneak by and get an angle towards the side of its head but you can't quite see its face completely you're basically seeing a side profile Mm -hmm. um because you do know that the room is well lit enough that if you start trying to go closer to its to a front view it will more than likely see you okay then can i do a whistle am i behind cover right now uh not really (laughs) you're just like near those shelves you're not really behind anything okay then can i get behind cover but um, tall enough cover for me. Okay. It's kind of on one of those belts as it's going up. Ooh. So it's it's kind of got a, a an angle where it's looking over a lot of things. You could try to sneak under the belt that it's on because it would be on a raised platform. Absolutely not. I was going to say I'm definitely going to make you roll if you did do that. Mm. Otherwise, there's a desk a little bit further down, but you'd still have to roll. It might just be a little bit easier because you... Because that desk is kind of on the side view still of it. And you could get behind that.
0: Okay. Then what I will do is I will reach into my pocket. Okay. And I will pull out my marbles that I always carry. Yes. And I will spray them on the floor. Right where you are. A little bit in front of me.
3: Okay. You do that. It makes a really loud noise and you see the creature turn towards you. And where nice. And mar- where the marbles fell.
0: What does it look
3: like? it is a smooth bony face that almost has no like openings at the moment okay uh it almost looks like the mask from accelerate when it covers its face oh that's really cool actually um the, but it's just made of bone i'm seeing problems here okay
0: <laughs> i'm i'm predicting problems in my future okay so smooth bony
3: face um you see that it does have this sharp horn that's still made of that same bone protruding out from that face, but and you see the bones extend a little bit down towards the neck, and then the rest of it is this fleshy. What well, again? It was once human, and the skin is mostly still on the on the fore uh, on the on the torso and the four limbs, uh, but those limbs are no longer uh, humanoid in shape. Yeah. So they are the creature's hands are like reformed basically into this hoof-like shape. Yep. Um, and the feet are the same way, where it almost it looks like a human recreation of an animal.
0: Okay. I, I wrote R-H-I-O-R-O for rhino. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> Rio! Rio! Okay, so, has my attention, right? Yes, now it's looking straight at you. Perfect. I... Oh damn, I'm trying to think of
3: what I have. I will also draw my knife. Okay, so you've got shotgun in one hand, knife in the other.: Yes. Because I feel That's like gonna it's going to be hard to use.: I,
0: I feel like it is about to go down. How, how, actually How big are you imagining that shotgun? Because I'm imagining like a sawed-off shotgun because it's my tiny weapon. My big weapon is a sniper rifle.
3: If it's your tiny weapon, I feel like it should be a sawed-off shotgun, yeah? Okay, good. So, sawed-off shotgun and one hand knife. Okay, that feels more reasonable than, like, (laughs) I thought you just had, like, a pump shotgun and a knife. I was like, I don't know how you're doing that, but good job. I'm I'm real good. I'm professional. Yeah, good on you. Okay, so I am going to whistle for its attention,
0: and I'm also going to bang on nearby things.
3: Oh, it's looking. Yeah,
0: yeah just not charging yet
3: it's not charging yet okay it's just watching
0: okay then what i will do is throw a couple more marbles on the floor i want to get this i want to get this real real marbly.
3: so you're trying to get its attention are you trying to goad it into an attack yes yes i am okay uh so you throw a couple more marbles on the ground you're just basically trying to make as much, as much noise as possible a lot of noise you see it kind of tilt its head for a moment once the the next marbles fall onto the ground Uh-huh. and uh, the creature is still just standing and watching for a moment until it jumps off the belt right in front of you. Okay. That works as in like a distance in front of me. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice.
0: Um, I'm going to continue to bang on more things. Okay. So you're trying to get it to charge now. I very
3: much so am. So once you continue to bang on more things, as it realizes this situation is going to continue and like, What's the word I'm looking for? Get bigger. Yes. Like continue. To grow? To rise? No, none of those are the word I'm looking for. As tension rises? Sure. As tension rises, it starts to uh, rear up and then it charges straight at you. Nice. Um, How big is this
0: anthropomorphic human?
3: It's it's still like human sized. It's like if a human was on all fours and then got real fucked up. Okay. That's...
0: I feel like that's no issue for me. So what I'm going to do is, because if, if I've been paying attention, there is a wall behind me, correct? Yes.
3: Nice. So I would like to dodge out of the way. So you're trying to wait for the last moment, dodge out of the way, and it runs into the wall. Well, not the last moment, because there's marbles anyway. I see. So you're going to dodge out of the way early.
0: Yes. I'm going to, the plan is to sidestep because I'm calm and a professional.
3: Roll Act Under Pressure, which is going to be a plus cool roll. And I didn't set up my dice. Um, Give me a
0: second. Do 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 I change anything for that or no? For my whatever. So I have plus one armor, and then I also have a flak vest.
3: Which is another armor. So you have two armor. Yeah, I have
0: two armor, and then I have what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven health?
3: Yeah. So the way every character will have seven health or harm that they can take, and the way armor works is basically when you take harm, you just ignore that much. Yep. So most times damage isn't going to be above, like, three, and uh, you would basically ignore two of it. Or if you take two damage, you just don't take damage. And I'm rolling both, right? You're rolling both. What's my
0: um, stat? Cool. Word. I have two cool. Yeah, you do.
3: I got a two. Plus your two? Yep. So four? Yep. That's a failure. So when you fail, you get to mark one XP. Uh, Whenever you fail a roll, you mark an XP. I forgot to mention that last time we did account for the XP that... uh, The bingus banger. What the fuck is your name? Maximilian Sanders uh, failed a couple times. Last time you go to dodge out of the way and you didn't realize that the marbles kind of rolled under you, too. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) So you you slip a little bit on one of them. Uh, and you fall to the ground, and you were lucky enough that the the horn missed you because it also started slipping. Mm. In what turns into a pretty comical situation for the two of you slipping on a bunch of marbles, but it does stomp on your leg pretty hard as it's slipping past. Okay, um, and it crashes into the wall. You take two harm, but because you have armor, you don't take any harm. You just you just feel real bad about. <laughs> I just feel real bad. You you took the 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 knowledge that you just tripped and fell on your own marbles <laughs> to heart, and that's really the takeaway here. <laughs> I All right, so it's on the ground now, right? Uh, yeah. So it basically it didn't crash like horn first or anything. It didn't get like stuck or anything fun like that. It basically just slipped and started sliding and slid right into the wall and fell to the ground.
0: All right, can I rush over? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I rush over and I take my knife. Okay. And then I
3: stab it in the neck. Stab it in the neck? Okay, the bones did go around the neck as well. They sure. kind of extended down. So you're going to have to – are you trying to find a weak spot or are you just stabbing right into the bone? No, like I'm stabbing
0: through through the the, the whatever's – so I'm finding a weak spot.
3: Okay, okay. Uh. All right, roll we'll kick some ass. So kick Let's some kick ass. kick some ass tough.
0: Yeah. I got one tough. Nine. Uh. Nine plus – I got ten.
3: Okay. If you look at the reference sheet, if you see on a ten plus, choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. Plus one forward is basically just going to be on your next roll that is influenced by whatever you do here. You add one. Yeah. Um, you inflict terrible harm, so it's going to be plus one harm to the creature. Yeah. Uh, you suffer less harm, so basically the way kick some ass works is it is essentially an auto resolve. So you also take damage when you kick some ass, unless it doesn't make sense for you to. Uh, so, uh, so you can suffer less harm, so you don't take as much harm. Or you force them where you want them, which is, again, a way to control the battlefield. Kind of like how you forced it into the wall, but in a way where you're also doing damage to them. Well, if I have seven health and
0: I just lose one, I would like to assume that I'll do terrible harm.
3: Uh, so you're inflicting plus one harm? Yeah. Okay, can you go to your knife on your character sheet and tell me how much harm it uh, inflicts? Because I forget. It does one harm. So you stab it in the neck to do two harm. Okay, it does one, and
0: it does harm hand. It says harm hand oh. next to
3: it. So I guess that's the drawback. Those are going to be tags. So that's one harm. Like yep. just, just reading it along, it's one harm. Yep, yep. And then the tag is hand. Uh, so, so hand is going to be hand to hand. There's basically, I, I believe there's intimate... Which is like like kissing someone to kill them, yeah, like obviously. or like sucking their blood as a vampire, that's intimate range, okay, um, so like succubus vampire, they've got a lot of weapons that are intimate, hand is gonna be the extent of your hand reach, gotcha uh i'm it is it is within that range, close is gonna be your shotgun levels of like close enough that a gun will work, but not too too close, and yeah. then far is gonna be much further assault rifle sniper rifle stuff like that gotcha so the way they do range in this game is very nebulous just like everything else compared to D, which is like 30 feet 60 feet 120 feet uh-huh um, which i prefer this anyways you stab it in the neck and you find the exact spot that you're able to plunge the knife in that does the maximum amount of damage while still like missing the bone completely yeah and it roars in pain and it goes to like swing its head around at you and it tries to cut at you uh and it does it would for two harm except it basically just cuts into your armor a little bit okay so it doesn't do any damage to you but it is still up is it still on the ground
0: no it's now up okay now it's now up um are we how close are we you guys are right on top of each other Ooh. okay and it has more hooves than arms and hands right yeah all right Next plan. You said that it has a mask like accelerate, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so upsetting. Okay. What I'm going to do is if we're close, close, I'm going to, I want it to charge me again. So
3: I'm going to knock on more things. As you move away from it. Yes. Okay. You knock on more things and it gets up and you see it kind of moves away from where the marbles were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it was still on that like, little marble patch that you created, and it moves out of the way before getting ready to charge at you, mm-hmm. and you start running, and you get over to that desk I was talking about earlier as you keep knocking on more things, and now it's charging you again. What are you trying to do here? I'm going to move out of the way, but grab its horn. Okay, roll the actiest of act under pressures, and I'm going to give you a minus one just because it's moving pretty quickly. Do I have anything for that bad boy? Because I do not remember. I don't think you do.
0: Nope, just armor, and then for bad situations. Oh, I got
3: 11. Okay, minus one is 10, you still succeed. So, on an act under pressure of 10+, you just do what you set out to do. So you quickly step out of the way, but as you do, you grab its horn, and what are you trying to do with its horn in your hand?
0: Um, I am... Go- oh, see, my plan was to put my gun in its mouth and shoot it. It's not got one of those right now. <laughs> yeah, it does not have one of those... So what I'm going to do is I am going to rear its face into the ground. Okay. And then I'm going to take my knife and then continue to stab where it was before. Okay. Repeatedly. As many times as possible.
3: Okay. So you, as it's moving, you grab its horn and you push that horn down and the momentum of the creature charging with you redirecting it downwards It slams into the desk and it basically breaks the desk open and then gets stuck inside of the um, ground because the horn basically just stabbed into it Nice, uh, because it was moving pretty quickly. You now have basically a free action. So you're trying to stab into its neck? Uh, Yes. I'm not going to make you roll because you forced it into a place where it's trapped. Okay. You stab into its neck and you see the creature's hooves go limp and it just falls to the ground.
0: Nice. Uh, Okay. I, (laughs) here comes the fun part. I'm going to take another bottle out of my jacket that I assume I'm wearing. I'm going to collect some of its blood.
3: Okay. You collect some of its blood into a bottle. You now have bottle of monster blood. And as you're collecting the blood, you see a strange yellow light filling the room. Okay, and you just
0: uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the game. Yeah, please do. Um, what is it going to do?
3: Well, so okay, well, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> too much, too much. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll play the game, right? Okay. Um, so those questions are asked when you make a roll.
0: Oh, I see. So
3: if you notice, roll. Like it says roll plus sharp on a 10 plus hold two. That allows you to ask two of those questions in context of the situation you're in. Okay. Whereas uh, if you roll a seven to nine, you only get one hold. So you only can ask one. And on a failure, you just get something bad to happen. Okay. So in this situation, though, I would argue it's a read a bad situation. So investigating mystery is more for just like – not immediate threats, but just understanding the whole story that's going on. Read a yeah. bad situation is more for what's happening in this moment that could hurt you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, I would recommend rolling read a bad situation. And I believe you can roll that with plus cool as a professional. I think you yep. have that ability checked off if you, if I remember correctly. Yep. And my cool is two, uh, nine. So I got 11. Okay. That allows you to hold three, which means you can ask three questions from the read a bad situation. Section of the reference sheet. Word.
0: Isn't there one of these where like I can ask any question I want, or is that for investigate a mystery? I don't think that's for either of them. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, for advanced plus twelve, you may ask to keep any question you want, but I got a eleven. Well, so the
3: way advanced works is you have to basically unlock those advanced abilities through levels as well. Yep. Some of the advanced improvements give you that. Yep. Um, but yeah, you got an 11, so you can ask three of those questions that are on there. Um, okay. Then are there any dangers I haven't noticed? So you, you see that yellow light and you hear a scratching sound, uh-huh. uh, coming from some of the walls far away and you see the yellow light coming from, uh, one of the other rooms that's like in the, one of the back rooms of the factory uh-huh. and you hear just loud footsteps that sound like something much bigger than, the humanoid creature you just fought, mm-hmm. and a deep, growly voice starts groaning and almost like, and growling in a way that's short and repeated, almost like it's laughing at you. Oh, I don't like that. And you just hear the scratching getting louder as it slowly approaches. Okay. The fact that it's groaning and laughing
0: is really terrifying because that's like a human and animal thing to do. Okay.
3: Um, That's my first question. What's my best way out? You know that the door that you entered in is on the other side from uh, on the other side of where it's approaching. So it's basically opposite sides. So it's a good way out. Otherwise, you could try to like opposite of where the monster is. It's opposite of where the monster is. So your best way out right now would just be to go out the door. You came and keep running. And that was the front door. And that was the front door. Okay. And then third question. And sometimes you don't have to ask these things. Sometimes you don't need all of them to be.
0: Well, I mean, if I have three, I'm going to ask three. There you go. What's my... Can I can I change the context of this question? Yes. So, what is my best way into the building that I can see while I'm inside? Instead of, like, my best way towards the monster. Because the question is, what's the best way in? Yeah. But what is in context of... So, So, what are you saying? Like... Because I'm inside the building, is there another way to get in besides the front door? Like, the best way to enter the building?
3: You would know. To get to
0: the back where the monster is, I guess.
3: I see. You would know that there's basically, in that back, there would be a large garage where trucks would enter to drop off any goods that they're delivering to this factory. Okay. So that garage would be in the back opposite of where you entered. Okay. I'll also give you one more thing for free. Uh, that yellow glow, you do see a smaller bit of yellow um, glowing that is on the body of the creature you killed. Okay, so the
0: random glow in the distance is the same as the random glow in the reach, the, the creature I killed? Yeah, it's just the glow in the distance is much larger and brighter. Can I take the glow from the thing? From yeah, you basically have to either rip, rip it off wood.
3: or cut it off. I'm still going to cut it off. Perfect. So you cut that thing off, and it's just a small bulb that glows yellow, and when you cut it off, that yellow glow dissipates, and now it's just a small grayish bulb. Okay. I am going to leave. All right. You rush out of there, and you just hear that laugh getting louder and the slow stomps approaching, and you hear that scratching on the metal, and then you rush out of there, and everything stops. It's completely silent. Okay. And now it's just a normal day in which way Wisconsin. Okay. Is there anyone in the area? Right now, no. This area is usually pretty empty anyways. Nobody really comes to the old abandoned factories. Okay, nice. And did I lose any health that I remember or no? No. You, uh, your jacket got cut a little bit, but other than that, you actually didn't lose health. Do I have to repair my armor or will it just come back for the next fight encounter? I'm... T- We'll worry about that at the end of the hunt, I think, for each encounter, or for each hunt, we'll worry about it, not, like, as a thing for each encounter, really. Gotcha. So any changes to your armor will be made at the end of the hunt, and we'll basically have, like, a, a housekeeping episode when we're done with the hunt. Gotcha. I get back in my car, my Ford
0: Explorer. All right. And I call my sister. Yeah, you
3: do. I call my sister. All right. You call your sister, and she just goes, did you find it? No, this is different. What? Then why on earth are you calling me if you didn't find it? Because it's still important. Okay, what, what is important about this? What do you mean what's important? It's hurting people. I'm sure
0: someone else will take care of it. What is it? What, I, I, it's some type of rhinoceros thing. and it, it turns other people into what it is. It's a rhinoceros thing. It's, uh, you, we've seen some things, okay? I this know is we've different. seen
3: some things, but you just, you, you need to get better at describing them if you're going <laughs> to do this hunt. I, I'll tell you when I meet up with you, okay? Okay, well, Jesus Christ, we'll meet up tomorrow night?
0: Yeah, sure, that'll, that'll give me time to get everything done. You keep teaching your class, get adjusted. Why are you even out? It's noon, you sleep. Because I thought I had a good weed. I'm trying to get this done, I have to... Yeah, we're both trying to get it done, but you keep wasting your time on other hunts. It's not wasting time. I'm getting practice, staying in it. I'm t- learning, practicing, getting better. You know, just... Don't you have a class to teach?
3: Yes, that's why I'm annoyed that you're calling me. I thought you would be more helpful than this. Wh- wh- how could I be more helpful if this wasn't what I was planning on doing, and I don't care? Because you can do research for
0: me while you're doing a class or on your break or whatever. I'm gonna... I need to sleep. Okay, describe the creature better. Um, it's, it had a rhinoceros horn, and it was charging, and... Uh, t- um, it, it's kind of anthropomorphic, had a smooth bony face. It was like armor, but it was still aggressive.
3: You hear the faint sounds of like a pencil scratching as she writes this down.
0: And and it also had this like yellow bulb on it. And there was one in the
3: factory district. It's like the cheese factory specifically. Okay, cheese factory. That's probably important.
0: Um, but yeah, and, and while I was inside, there was this laughing bigger thing. Once I killed the first one that tried to get me. I don't know what it is, but it sounds intimidating.
3: It was laughing?
0: I think it was laughing, kind of like groaning. It was a whole thing. But the bulb seems really important. The one I killed had a yellow bulb on it, and I looked in the distance in the darkness, and there were more of them. At least
3: one more at least, but I know there's a big thing in there too. Okay, I'll do some research. We'll meet up tomorrow. We can talk about it then. I I need to finish my class. I just stepped out. Um, Is there anything else? Um...
0: I can't think of anything right now. Just that I know that whatever it is, it's turning other people. So watch out for that. Like just regular humans are turning. Uh, They're being converted more than turning, I guess. That's all I know.
3: Okay. All right. All right. I'll keep an eye out. If people start acting strange, I'll be wary. Thank you. Boop. That is the end of your time. We are going to cut back to the moment that Ian falls into a building.
1: Whoa! <laughs> um,
3: I think Sophie and Harvester didn't really talk about where they were meeting. So where, where would you guys be meeting for this nighttime discussion? You as not the keeper, but as Sophie, it was your idea. To meet? Yes. Okay, so do you want me to come up with a place? I was just trying to give you the freedom to have a moment where you could come up with a place, but... No, uh, I mean you did say that you did
0: say he said he would meet us here. No, that could be taken in whatever. I can I can just say it's like an abandoned building on the outskirts of town. Can it? You know what? Can it? Can it be at a? Uh, I guess you could do that. I was gonna say a skate park, but that'd be too public. What time
3: is it? It would be night. It, it, I did say that they were gonna meet at like the dark of night. So let's say like t- t- eleven. Can we be at
0: a skate park next to the lake or like? Adjacent? Not adjacent. That's too close. That's
3: too close. But a good, uh, a good distance away. But near enough. Yes, but near enough. Okay, there's a skate park near enough to the lake. Yes. And yes. the building Sam went into. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, preferably. <laughs> Maybe there's like a shack. Maybe the, there's a shack. The skate office. <laughs> Big skate. There could be like a shack by it
3: that, that you wanted to lean against. Or, like, some skate parks are next to real parks. I was
1: just picturing an alleyway, but...
3: That's also what I think I said. Okay, word. It can be an alleyway next to a skate park. You guys are in a little area next to the skate park in an alley because there's buildings because it's... Okay, that works. That works. Like, down the street from the skate park. You're not there. Gotcha. Because Sam needs to fall into a building. Yeah. I need to. You need to. <laughs> you
1: really want
3: to for some reason. <laughs> it's important. So, yeah, I think that you guys are smart enough to pick an abandoned building to be in the alley of. So there's guaranteed nobody there. Word. So I think, so Ian, you fall through the building and you don't really know where you are anymore. You just know that it's really dark and you're just in this abandoned building.
1: I think I scramble up and I'm kind of aware if there's any like puddles or like water around and then i'm just looking at the wall that used to not be there um, when i was not in the building and i want to look around to see how to get out of the building
3: okay you you do notice that the front door is boarded up but you could probably just like pull them down and try to get through the front door otherwise there'd be a back window that might be a little bit easier to sneak around if you didn't want to just walk out the front door Actually, I gave you too much information for free. Roll a read a bad situation. which is going to be plus sharp. Ten. Wow. Okay. So you get three questions. I'd say one of them would be what's my best way out, which is probably the back window that I mentioned because then you could sneak back into the alleyway with them and not get caught by anyone. Um, And you have two more questions from that list on read a bad situation for the viewers just so I can read them out. That's what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? what's the biggest threat, what's most vulnerable to me, and what's the best way to protect the victims?
1: I want to ask, are there any dangers I haven't noticed?
3: So you hear some footsteps that sound really rapid coming from the second floor of this building, Um, and you hear a, a groaning sound that sounds like someone in pain, and it basically what you think is happening is it sounds like someone's running around upstairs hurt. Um, and they start rapidly going down the stairs, but then you hear the footsteps kind of changing speed and it also almost becomes more rhythmic, like an animal moving as it comes down the stairs. Can I also
0: make a point that while I'm talking to you, I turn to look at Ian and Max
3: and I go, where the fuck does scrawny one go? <laughs> you can also, one of the things about read a bad situation is it's called hold three, not for, uh, on, or yeah, it's called hold three. So that means you can literally hold on to it and just basically see if later you need to ask this to read something. So you'd still have uh, two hold left that you could just have if you want to ask those questions later in, a, in the future of this bad situation to get different information. And remember, if you act on the answers of this read a bad situation, you'll get plus one ongoing for any actions that relate to the answers.
1: Okay. I remember what I wanted to ask. I'm not sure if this is really technically one of these, but I wanted to know like the lighting situation in there. Like how dark is it in there?
3: Um, That I can just tell you for free. Yeah. That won't take up any of your hold. It is very dark. There's no real light except from the street lamps outside because the electricity isn't on or anything. So all you get is the street lights. So it's pretty dark and you can just barely make out uh, visuals from the faint light that comes from the street lights outside.
1: Okay. So then what I'm gonna do is I'm going to stay near the window because that's my best sor- source of light on the way in. So um I kinda I feel like Ian would not want to go and look into a hurt person by himself. So I'm gonna wanna try to get the others to come and help out. So I'm gonna stay by the window and maybe try to open it.
3: Um, okay, that window, I don't even think there's, like, an actual glass pane or anything there. I think it's basically just an open square that okay. you could just crawl through or yell through if you are calling for them, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call for them.
3: Okay, Max and, Max and Harvester, you guys basically hear Ian. What are you saying, Ian?
1: Guys, there's someone in here.
3: And then I say, ah, there the fuck does Scrawny one go? How'd they get in there?
1: <laughs> there's someone in here! With me!
0: Ah. Uh and then i would like to make a dash over to where you are and then i jump into whatever you fell into
1: you jump through the open window
0: I, whatever you fell from i jump into
1: well i i'm i went through the solid wall so you're going to jump right into the wall <laughs> um,
3: i mean, you went through it so i'll go through it too it doesn't work real good you just run into a wall i'm confused so <laughs> i thought you fell through a wall yeah yeah they fell through the wall. Oh, like the wall is still there. The
0: wall is still there. <laughs> they <laughs> oh, went through it. I like like Harry Potter. Yes. I got it. That's okay.
1: Can you still try? <laughs> uh, yes,
0: I'm. I'm going to double down
3: on my running through the wall. Okay, you run through the wall. You face plant into it again. Another moment where your pride is hurt. <laughs> after the marbles, then this, you've really not been feeling like the professional you once were.
0: So I scream, at,
3: "Fuck!" Sophie looks at you and goes, Harv, what the hell are you doing?
0: I I heard it
3: coming from a wall. Just walk around. There's a window. Okay. And and she starts walking around over to the window and goes, look, it's right here. (laughs) Why would you run into a wall? Because it just made sense.
0: We've done it before. We've done it before. That was a very specific
3: moment. I thought this was one of them dudes. You know what, okay, let's just get this done you you, you go first, you walk first, why m- okay okay uh she she crawls into the window and goes, "You said there's a person hurt
1: so i heard I heard it upstairs. There was like what did you say what did you say before like groaning or something? yeah, I heard someone like they sounded her, and I heard their footsteps upstairs. I think they started to come downstairs, though, but I haven't seen them. Does anyone have a flashlight?
3: Probably everyone except the people that are not hunters. Oh. Yeah. Oh, phones.
1: Oh! Yeah, that works too. Alternate universe where the phone flashlights are not bad.
3: (laughs) So, I think you guys are talking and you hear that groaning getting closer, except it starts to sound more like a growl.
1: Um, guys, I think this is starting to sound more like a growl. Uh
3: (laughs) Yeah, we hear it, we hear it. Um, is there any possibility that this is like the things you were talking about on the phone?
0: Um potentially i mean ah groaning and growling are two different things i don't i'm not feeling the same thing that i got from the the cheese factory
3: okay what do you, what do you mean you're not feeling the same thing when
0: i was in there it just felt more tense and dark but i'm not feeling it from what's upstairs
2: wait what guy's on the phone you mean the throw up mattress guy no i was i was talking to her. No, no i know but like so you're <laughs> so you I mean, you were hunted down the throw up guy. So I imagine there's, you know, like more, more of that. So, like that, but another?
3: Yeah, like the throw up mattress guy. Uh, okay, okay. We're worried that this might be. And as she says that, you see, uh, uh, again, another anthropomorphic humanoid creature. Um, but this time it's got paws with these razor sharp claws and, and it's got rows of re- like incredibly sharp teeth. And it jumps on Sophie uh, as she's talking to you guys. And she quickly does – she basically rolls and so it jumps over her a little bit. Um, and she goes, yep, yep, one of the throw-up mattress guys. <laughs> and I'll just give this to you because at least Ian rolled really well on the a Bad situation. And I'm sure the rest of you guys would recognize it. these are the same clothes that the guy that the harvester hit when he showed up was wearing. Also, Ian has one more question. I'm uh, holding yes. them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Ian has two more questions because the one they asked was a free lighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's not a that's nothing. Okay. That's just something you know. You
1: said it's the same clothes that Harvester hit? So like-
3: Harvester Harvester hit a person. Remember in the last episode when he like was introduced? He basically hit a person that was like throwing up and being gross, and they flew back and then disappeared. Uh this creature is wearing the same clothes. Uh, that that was that that guy was wearing, or what's left left of it, because they're pretty tattered. Because this thing is not what it once was. Uh, then I say, anyone else realize that this thing's wearing the
0: same clothes as the one I hit outside? Sophie's like, yeah, we can we could do all that after we get rid of this, right? All right. Well, anyone have any ideas? Swing, and she pulls out a
3: knife and just starts stabbing at it. All right, I also pull out my knife.
2: I know it's just how the the game works. We didn't really establish it, like in the story yet of like weapons because like on my character sheet i have um a magnum it's just gonna be absolutely wild for max to just pull out a magnum is that we're cool with that right
0: <laughs> you could just like ask me for a magnum if you want one
2: yeah but i think it's funnier if max just has one so he just had a magnum yeah what other I had weapons
3: a, did you choose
2: um the butterfly knife and the uh brass knuckles but i had an idea for the brass knuckles that wouldn't really work in this situation so i just think it'd be really funny if max is just like good thing i always carry a side piece and just fucking pulls out a magnum he is a conspiracy nut i'll allow it i would yes. have just
3: said the butterfly butterfly knife makes so much more sense to pull out it does but that's for
2: play this is for real for
1: play <laughs> So originally, Ian did have a gun, but I thought that was not in character at all at all because that'd be fucking insane. So Ian has a knife that was like a hunting knife that you bring when you go hiking.
3: That makes sense, okay. So everyone has their their various weapons out, the way fighting works in this game is it's kind of a turn base a or turn order that you guys can just agree on, things that will be conducive to you guys working together. It's very nebulous again, just like anything in this game. If sometimes you want Noah to go before you because he has a plan that can then you can act on or you could swap that if you have a plan that like Ian can act on, you can keep switching those around. Um, so the torn order is just basically however you guys deem it when you have ideas, let's just try to get everyone acting when they have a moment. All right, what's the setting? We're in an abandoned building and there is a there is a creature that is um, almost wolf-like. That used to be human. Is there anything, like, in the room, though? I, there's definitely, like, planks, a lot of a lot of pieces of wood and stuff. There's probably, like, an old broken couch, but other than that, there's Oh, it's not- just, like, an open room, then?
0: Yeah. Okay, got you. Uh, I want Sophie to go first. I'm going to say, you, for the thing that you guys killed on the street that had a bulb on it, right? Yeah. Look for a bulb on this wolf. All right. You just want us looking? As we fight it, look for a bulb on the wolf.
3: Okay. She... She rolls to the side of it and and basically just like kicks it in the leg and it falls for a second. And you see her like looking at its back as looking. Yeah, she's looking at its back uh, and is like, it's well, it's not there. Um, And then it basically stands back up and starts swinging at her. So she rolls again out of the way. Um, okay so then is
0: it it's I imagine it's still like can it stand on hind legs? Um, It hasn't yet, but you don't know if it. okay then there's no way of you knowing right now. Then, wow. Oh, is it back on? Is it, is it standing again? Or like on its yeah, feet?
3: Yeah, it's okay. on its feet. It basically just like got, it fell down for a second. Sophie checked its back for a moment and then it started swiping at her again. So she rolled out of the way. All right. Then I just move behind it. Okay. You're behind it. That's it?
2: Yeah. For right now. Okay. Max is going to shoot it in the head after we <laughs> getting a. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want that to be it. Max just shoots it in the head.
2: <laughs> oh my Wait, god.
3: I want to shoot it in the head.
2: So Max is like, real quick, this thing was human, right? Like, no, going back.
1: uh Are you sure you would uh, want to kill it if we could find a way to f- help them?
2: I mean, like. Mattress guy is gone. I already got blood on my hands. Oh wait, no, that wasn't me. Um,
1: Mattress guy is gone.
2: I mean, this this is like, it doesn't even resemble a human anymore. I think I'm just gonna go for it. You got some you you, you killed a thing. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, roll kick some
2: ass. Twelve.
3: <laughs> Holy Batman! All right, can you tell me how much damage a magnum does? Uh, It's plus three harm. (laughs) Holy! All right, you uh, shoot it in the face, and a chunk of of head just flies with it, and it it basically gets thrown back from the shot of this fucking magnum to the head, and it starts rolling. And you see it like get up, and it starts trying to limp over to hit you, uh, but it cannot hit you. it is still alive, but barely. See, it's all good. Wait. You didn't, you didn't do the, the thingy. You rolled an exact 12. Uh, that's the advanced move is if you get an upgrade when you level up. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You can choose one extra effect, though. So Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, you gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. Again, that's just adding a roll to your next roll or someone else's next roll. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm, or you force them where you want them. Also think about what makes sense in the context of the situation.
2: Right. So when they got pushed, did it get pushed into like a direction closer to anyone? Not really. It just kind of got, it flew back. Okay. I was going to say like, I guess plus one to, I'll, I'll give the plus one to Harvester.
3: You're giving a plus one forward? Okay. Ian, it's your turn. Okay. Actually, real quick. Can you tell me how you give the plus one to Harvester? I want it to make sense in context. So how do you, how do you shooting it in the face give the advantage to Harvester that is specifically to Harvester?
2: I move it instead. because I, just, okay. I, was like, I can't think of So you force how, them where you want them?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, wait. I have an idea. Can you? Okay. So my plan was to get behind it and put it in like a full Nelson. <laughs> so, so when you shoot it, when you shoot it, can it just like fall into me and I
3: put it into a full Nelson? Okay.
1: There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um.
3: Um. Okay. Harvester roll act under pressure. Then if to put it in a full Nelson, and then Ian, it'll be in a full act Nelson for pressure. you to do whatever you want to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's a Nelson? It's-
3: That's when you you like have it like grabbed by the head and neck, like. <laughs>
1: it's really hard. To Show me on Noah. Yeah,
3: full Nelson his ass. <laughs> We really need video recording of this yeah. podcast. This is so Which good.
1: Like this. Okay. So it puts
3: pressure so that he can't really <laughs> get out. Looks
1: so crazy to brand. So, so this is I like
3: now. that Noah looks like he's Jesus wolf... on the cross. <laughs> he's
1: been crucified. If I roll correctly, then the the wolf will end up like this. Okay. With some of its
0: head blowing off.
1: Okay. He's also a wolf. Look oh, at fucking
2: wolf. I'm off, he's a wolf it's man.
0: Just... Yeah, it's, it's a man wolf. So I'm going to roll. What am I rolling for? Kick some ass.
3: Uh, Act under pressure. So plus cool. And I have nothing for that, right? Two. Oh, you have no abilities, but you have plus two cool. Yeah, I have plus two cool. You're too cool for school.
0: Yeah, because I have armor, and then I have a car, and then I have... Oh, yeah. This is not read (laughs) a bad situation. My ability is car. This is not read a bad situation. I think everyone knows what's about to go down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Six. I got nine. Plus two, 11. I got 11.
3: It's in a full Nelson. Ian, what are you doing to this wolf creature that's in a full Nelson?
1: So I still have my knife kind of drawn a little bit, like, in front of my face, and I'm going to try and up.
0: There is no try at this point. It's going to happen. Yeah, what do you do?
1: So I have my knife drawn. It's in front of my face, and I'm going to approach and just, I want to examine to see if I can find whatever bulb that I've been told to look for, so I'm going to... Try and examine to see if I can find it.
3: Okay. I'm actually going to say that that's going to be one of your hold um, in your read a bad situation and uh, under the question, what's most vulnerable to me? Mm-hmm. And I'll say that as you're examining, you basically see the small bulb on like just it, it, would, it would it's on one of its knees, basically okay. um, on its on its hind legs
1: in front or behind like front facing or front facing. Okay, so that's the end of my turn.
3: No, you can do more stuff. Oh, okay. That's, so, ju- that's just looking. You can act now. Uh,
1: I'm going to try and cut it out with my knife.
3: Okay. Um, yeah, you do that. I don't think there's any roll. Um, it's struggling a bit, but th- this he's got him in a good full Nelson. <laughs> so you cut it out with the knife, and uh, you hear the growling just get louder from the creature, and it, it just starts thrashing and you see that same shape where the flesh and bones start moving and shifting again just like it did at the time before but this time things are different and suddenly it becomes harder for you to hold this creature harvester okay and so i think at some point the full nelson gets dropped and it falls to the floor and this is a person again it is the person that you hit with the car Oh, but But the thing is, (laughs) he's very hurt with a (laughs) massive head injury. Okay, okay.
1: Does he turn back into a person before or after the bulb is removed?
3: After the bulb is removed. Okay. Let me write this down real quick. And I think Sophie just goes, oh, shit.
0: Okay, Sophie goes, oh, shit.
3: Yeah. I guess I say, very good thing
0: we didn't kill this one.
3: Yeah, but the other two?
2: Awkward. Like, yikes, I didn't think this was going to happen. Max, th- you shot that man in the face. I shot a wolf thing in the face. <laughs> I shot a wolf thing in the face. I, didn't think, I did not think this was going to happen in my defense. Scary monster that resembled a thing that threw up on my car. So, you know, like, self-defense.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with it. I did the same thing.
2: Yeah.
1: Is the man still alive?
3: Uh, Yeah, he's still breathing, but he's definitely hurt.
1: Is he conscious or? No. Okay.
3: I have a med kit in my car if anyone
0: wants to try and patch him up a little bit.
1: I think Ian's already like down, kind of like checking the pulse. Um, And then Ian's just like, yeah, go ahead.
3: All right. Then I'll go get the med kit. Okay. As you're getting the med kit, you run outside and you go to your car and you hear a much too loud footstep again. And that groaning that you heard from the night before. Is this reading a bad situation? Yeah. Okay. Four, five, six. I got eight. Okay, that's a hold one. So you get to ask one question on the list. Okay. For what's the best way to protect the victims? Can it be to protect myself? Yeah, but it can also be to protect the guy you just found out is still a guy and the other people in your... I don't care about him. Then get the fuck out. It's it's coming closer and it's in this area now. So the best way to protect me is to, uh, to just leave? <laughs> to just leave. You could just get in your car and leave. I'm not
0: gonna do that because I have two armors still. So. Mm, that's why. <laughs> yeah, can I turn around? And I assume it's coming from behind me, right? Yes.
3: It's I'm coming from to... in that alleyway.
0: Oh, then I will have my
3: shotgun drawn and turn around. Into the alleyway? Yeah, I'll just turn around. Okay. You see the yellow glow coming from basically around the corner. And you hear the scratching noise this time it's on the bricks of the wall that it's uh of the alleyway.
0: I yell, uh Sophie, what? more actions can happen, I guess. Sophie, come on um
3: uh, uh, okay she starts she she looks out the window and she goes, "Oh oh um um um, um uh, Ian Max, right you okay, um is there another way out of here?" So basically she looks out that window and is asking you, "Is there another way out you?" Me Ian and Matt.
1: Okay, do I still have my? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: You still have so, one more question.
1: I'm gonna ask. Best way out of here? That's not that window.
3: Um, you know that you can still pull the planks off the door and just exit from the front, or you could go to the second floor, and you'd assume that there's a couple more windows that you could just like jump out of if you're in a in a real pinch. But Sophie's like, we can't go out that way, uh, and she starts yelling to Harvester and just goes, "Um, Harv, that's." I don't like what I just saw. We're going to want to get the fuck out. What did you see? Big, ugly.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, dang. We're separated,
0: too. But I'm with my car, and you guys are in the building.
3: Yes.
1: I think Ian's going to start. Wait, but the Go- monster's outside
3: with me. Yes, but she looked out the window, which, remember, was a back window into that alleyway. So she saw the monster. It's like a T shape. shade. Okay. And, and it's- you see the glow coming from there. And so which way is the monster going? Um, you don't know, you just see it approaching basically like this. The footsteps are getting louder, and the glow is getting louder. Or, uh, brighter. Ooh.
0: I say... <clears throat> oh, and we have a body
3: here. That oh. person's alive. It's not a body. Yeah, and
0: that person's alive. I mean, the way I'm thinking, it's just a body. Okay. Because I'm so sick in the head that you guys don't know yet. <laughs> guys, I'm gonna start the car. N- no shit. Get ready to fucking get us out of here. I'm ready to go. I'm taking your word for this.
1: I have the knife, and I'm trying to pry the planks off of the door, and then I ask Max, Max, can you help me out here?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go help pry the planks off. I was going to... Are you going to shoot the planks with your gun? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Um, Once there's enough space, I'll pry it with my gun. (laughs) No, but I'll just use my hands to to try and pull the planks off. And then... um, Would we... Roll for anything of pulling planks or no?
3: Roll act under pressure. Um, and
2: I imagine that No,
3: you roll something else. Ian's going to roll act under pressure, actually, because Ian's the one who started this. And then you'll roll a help out action is how we'll do that.
2: Um, also, after the planks... Oh, wait. <laughs>
3: Sorry. Um, for help out, you... It doesn't matter the order we roll. It's fine. Okay.
1: Four.
3: Okay. I do have bad news. The way help out works is it grants a total of plus one to the roll, which would put it at a five, which is still a failure. So on the bright side, Ian, you get to mark one XP. Mm. Um, you start prying the uh, plank off of the um, off of the door as it's nailed onto there, and you get your knife under there, and it starts getting stuck, and you keep trying to pull, and and for a moment you think you've got it. And as you as you think you've got it, you see this long hand with thin fingers wrap around the window, and you see those fingers have these razor-sharp claws at the end of them, and the glow gets brighter and brighter until this large figure is looming in the window. And all you can see is up to its stomach, and you just see that its stomach is this large bulging, bulging piece of yellow that sticks out of it, and the, the window is high enough that it would be for a normal person's height to be able to look out of it, and you know that you're only seeing the stomach of this, which means it's probably the size of at least two people. And all you can see is that stomach bulging out and that long hand, and then it oh starts trying to rip at the window almost to just pull it straight off. <laughs> oh, no.
1: So it's at the window. It's not at the door.
3: It's not at the door. Okay. Um, but it's now basically it's it's trying to get in and it's you see it basically you, you see the wall thumping as something smashes into it. Sophie, what are you seeing? Um, It's it's in here. Uh, well, it's not in here yet, but it's trying to get in. It's smashing at the wall. This thing's fucking huge. Can you get out? Not from this door. All right. I have an idea.
0: Uh, I am going to I, I assume at this point I'm in my car, so I'm going to honk my horn a lot and also drive towards it. You're driving into the alley? I'm going to have to. Okay.
3: As you drive closer um into and honking it, my horn. And honking your horn. Um Sophie goes, "That's not distracting it at all." And as you drive down this alleyway, you see a huge creature. It's the size of two men stacked on top of each other. Okay. But it's it's thick and and <laughs> not it's thick with two c's (laughs) Um, thick and it's this slimy bipedal creature that its right arm is this long stump basically with these bony protrusions that look like studs of a club and its left arm is this thin long hand that extends far beyond what it should with long fingers and razor sharp claws at the end of them and it turns to look at your car and you just see its face is this smooth thing with flesh stretched barely over the, the – or sorry, skin stretched barely over the flesh beneath it. And you can see that its eye sockets, there's a bunch of like skin missing around its eye sockets as it stares at you with these large eyes. And it just almost looks like it's smiling with these razor sharp teeth. And it, you see that the, sheep, the teeth keep going back in many rows. And you see that its stomach has one large – its stomach is basically bulging out and it glows yellow with smaller bulbs wrapping around the rest of its back. Okay, word. And and that smile grows bigger as it looks at your car and it just starts making that groaning noise again, almost like it's laughing at you.
1: You just got fucking laughed at. What are you going to do?
3: Damn, was that in
0: character? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, Um, Well, I mean, you said that's not – Well, I mean, if it's looking at me, it's not, it's still not distracted. Like its main goal is still to get inside the building. Yes. Okay. Considering it is big and it's not doing anything towards me. I am going to, upon reading a bad, can I read a bad situation? Yeah. Okay. Five, six, seven. I got a nine. Okay. You get to ask one question. Okay. What's the biggest threat that it can do? Cause I feel like the biggest threat would be it right now, but I want the question to still matter. What's Uh the biggest threat it can do? Or what should I be
3: most scared of it doing? I mean, its limbs look scary in terms of physical damage. Okay. But I think you see all those small bulbs and you connect them with the bulbs that you've seen in a lot of the people uh, or creatures that you've been hunting. So then can I assume that it's putting them on people? Yes. Okay. And so I think your biggest fear is that it could put them on one of you and it could corrupt or turn people. Okay.
0: Then I am going to... Reach into a concealed compartment of my car, which is there, because I checked that box. And then I'm going to grab my sniper rifle, as it is not paying me any mind right now. And I'm going to get out of my car, but, like, get up on the running board I have, and I'm going to arc. I'm going to set up the the sniper rifle, so it's, like, through the little V between the door and the opening. And I'm going to shoot its stomach, or try to shoot its
3: stomach. Okay, real kick some ass. Five, I got a ten. Um, okay, so on a 10+, plus, you uh, get those questions I asked before. Choose one extra t- effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, or you force them where you want them. Oh, I force them where I want them. Where do you want them? Further down the alley. Okay, you uh, shoot it in the stomach, and you see it goes through clean. It doesn't uh, get stopped by anything, and uh, the creature uh groans and it takes a couple of steps back as as it uh with its one hand holds the p- place where it got shot and it almost looks shocked um and and confused that that hurt um and so it takes a step back and and then it turns around and it keeps going down the alley in the other direction crazy
2: i was just about to ask how how far away from the window is it
3: um how- down the alley. Now it's starting to go further down the alley, so it's getting quite a bit
2: away from the window. Okay, okay. So I imagine that uh, we're still in a bit of a time crunch because we don't know if this thing's going to turn back. Uh, so Max is going to pick up the uh, the dude. It's it's like a ground floor, right, for the window? Yes. Okay, so Max is going to pick up the guy and um, jump out the window. Okay. Is, is that all good? Yeah, that happens. Okay, cool. And then he's going to start uh, running towards Harvester. With the guy in his arms, mm. yeah. Okay. All right, we should probably get out of here before that thing turns around.
3: Get in the car.
1: So Ian is still at that fucking door until he's like kicking it, kicking it, and then his leg just like goes through it. Uh,
0: guys, and what's happening falls, in there?
1: He falls to like face first into the sidewalk in front.
3: Sophie's just like, okay, what the fuck? Um, okay, we're gonna need. Uh, however, we're gonna need to talk when this is done. Like oh, a lot. for sure for sure so sophie runs out and then she starts running to the other side of the building and comes to you ian and starts like picking you up and goes what the fuck just happened
1: Uh, i don't know i was just inside and now i'm outside and before i was outside and then i was inside and it just happens and i don't know when it does
3: i know and it's uh we're we're in a bit of a pickle so we're not going to talk about that too much but get in the car and then we need to talk real much about that
1: okay real much okay
3: (laughs) Uh, and the, the creature, you see it basically going towards the woods on the edge of the lake and it is now leaving completely. Did it go in the
2: lake? No. Okay. I'm going to put the, uh, guy on the mattress, the new mattress in my van. <laughs> but hold on. Before I do that, I'm going to put like a sheet down. I don't want any blood on this new mattress. Okay. Okay. You're at your car?
3: Yeah. Cause remember he took his van to get here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then, oh, our van drove park nearby each other? Yes. Yeah. Well, my, my my van's not over there anymore. No. So you're at your van? Yes. I thought you ran towards me. I, well, he had to run past you. Yeah, I was
2: going oh, to say, if this is the alley, because like, your car was like over here, I imagine, right? Then you drove this way, like further to the alley, right? Mm-hmm. So my van would probably just be further in that same direction. Yeah. Um, Because we're trying to leave now, and I imagine we don't want to be all cramped in the same car with an unconscious body. So might as well. put put them in the one with a little bit more room and a place specifically for laying down things
3: sophie starts helping you stand up ian and then goes also you're coming with us and starts like and grabs your hand and starts like rushing over to harvester's car and is like come on
1: (laughs) I, Uh, I i have a backpack in my dorm and homework and stuff
3: yeah you can get your homework done when we're done talking
1: okay i'm not trapped no
3: why would you be trapped
1: i don't know that was scary you said I have you now.
3: <laughs> no, I mean well, I do. Okay. Uh, and then she, and then like she opens the door to the Ford Explorer in the back and says, "All right, you're gonna get in the back." And then she's like, "I called shotgun."
2: <laughs> uh, so, so are we gonna like meet up somewhere? Or, like, am I following you? You follow me? Where are we going? Aren't you going to the hospital? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. Uh. Uh, Thomas, I start driving. I get in the car. It's like, see you guys. Uh, yeah, we'll meet on campus somewhere. I don't know. All right. Good luck with that.
3: <laughs> just pull away. Harv, did that good luck with that feel passive aggressive?
0: I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I'm not paying attention. I'm thinking about what I just
3: saw. I I think we all are. Let's just leave.
0: I I I don't want to put too much on you, but I'd like to assume that we go back to base. I also assume that. Do you know what base looks like, or should I just start making stuff up as I go? Because I'm
3: not—I would do that.
0: This is your base.
3: All I right. want you to make this stuff up as you go.
0: All right, then, Ian, whatever your name is, Sophie and I are going to go back home.
3: Um, oh, Ian's going to come with us, and we're going to talk.
0: Yeah, we're—we're. We're, I meant when I said we're going to go back home. Okay, I meant we're going to go back home. I just want to make sure. Yeah, and then we do that. Oh, my bad. <laughs>
3: I assume we go back home. Yeah, no, you were totally fine in saying we do that. I was cool with that. Okay. I think I think having the players do the transition so I don't sit there and go, are we ready to leave? It's <laughs> is, is a great thing. Okay, so you guys go back home. Yes. Describe your home. The Remember, home. you're still in a small town and you just moved here. Yeah. In terms of how your base is set up. Yeah. Go on. So I'm imagining
0: like a a very unassuming house from the outside. If you've seen Despicable Me, I want it to be like one of the neighbor's houses, not Gru's house, like one of the white neighbor's houses. Okay. As not, not like not like white neighbor, but like they all have white houses compared yep. to Gru's black and red house. Yep. That's the house I'm imagining with like a fence on the outside. Okay. That we somehow, oh, well, I mean, not we somehow bought, but because I know how we got it. Yeah. But it looks very nice on the outside. And then when you open the door, papers are thrown everywhere and books are just filled inside. It, it, it's, it stacks on stacks on books. There's like library cards and whatnot. Maybe like two computers, one for Sophie and one for me. Strangely enough, there's like one bed, though. What? It's because oh, in my we mind, take we take shifts. Yeah. No, that makes sense. But like you guys, you, you guys wouldn't make that connection.
3: But but like Sophie and I know. So You're you're hot racking.
0: Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, Um, one bed. And also there will just also be a couch there in case the rare occasion that we both sleep at the same time. That makes sense. That's that's efficiency right there. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So yeah, very messy house. Very messy house. The kitchen is really clean though. For some reason, because either we don't use it or Sophie's just really good with cleanliness. That's true. I don't think it would be Harvester that's good with cleanliness. Uh, he's he's not a slob. I don't. He's not a slob. That. I in my in my canon now. Maybe he just doesn't eat.
3: no. As in like he
0: eats, but he doesn't eat as much as he should, maybe.
3: I see. Okay.
0: Oh, and we have a garage.
3: Cool. Is it connected to the house? Yeah. Cool.
0: That's important for later. I'm gonna write that down. That is important for later. Keep that keep that in mind. Yep. And correct me if I fuck that up. I'm gonna write down messy house. Uh tons of books though. Tons of books. I imagine that I'll just probably build more to the house as I need it to make you angry. Yeah, of course. Messy house, tons of books, one bed. Wait, should we, what are you, should we be like, it's just Sophie, Ian, and me right now. Yeah. Yeah. I you guess. guys
1: have a lovely home.
3: Um, thank you, Ian. I think it's, uh, thanks. It's kind of messy. <laughs> this is weird. This is not normal, what the situation we're in right now.
1: I, I'd say so. The whole past
3: um, three years hasn't been normal. I know the whole past three years hasn't been normal, but we've at least, at least things have reached a sense of normal in the a- abnormal, Right. Like, we got a rhythm down. And that whole rhythm is thrown off in the last two days, right? Yes, and now there's two imbeciles with us. There are two people who really don't know what's going on who are now suddenly very in the picture. than they shouldn't be. And you know I don't like associating with some of them.
0: I'm whispering to you.
1: (laughs) He's just, like, rocking back and forth.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Nervous. I know you don't like involving, I know, I know, but they're here now, this is, a lot of fuck-ups have happened to get here, and we need to figure out what to do, and also, I don't know if they, I don't think they know.
0: Well, I want you to know that if anything ever happens, I'm not scared to put anyone down. Do
3: we, do we talk to them?
0: No. We just- We have other things to worry about right now.
3: What? Shouldn't they know?
0: You can tell them if you want, I just don't want to be the one to do it, because I might find the need to kill.
3: Hmm. Is that going to be a thing if... Who knows? Depends on how they react. They helped us. I helped us. We all helped us. Eh. Okay, you could not have survived the last three years without me. Don't you give me that shit. Uh, You've helped me. The other two, they just... You wouldn't have put them in a full Nelson without that dude's magnum. That's
0: that's a good point. Um, Me out of character, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Me in character, I would have gotten it done. I... Okay,
3: you're always so sure of yourself. I'm going to talk to Ian.
0: Um, before you talk to Ian, I take my jacket off, and it reveals this incredibly. I, I mean, I I was wearing no, I was wearing form-fitting stuff, but now I have like scars and bruises on my back and chest and arms, <laughs> and, Oliver Queen style. Sure, Oliver Queen style. I was thinking more like Bruce Wayne. Okay, they're mean, like yeah, the same, same person. difference. And I I clean up my uh my my scars
3: and wounds and whatnot, um, or start to. Okay, then Sophie walks up to Ian and just goes, "Ian, has anything weird like this ever happened in the past?"
1: Um, I've never encountered such creatures of of these types, and that was scary, and are there more? Yes. How many?
3: Um, lots. So, I'm just I guess it's time to just give it to you straight. Monsters and the supernatural are real, as you can see, and they're all around us and, you know, we, uh, uh, my brother and I, hunt these monsters. The mythology class I teach, I, I guess I have more real world experience than the average professor on this stuff. But I've never encountered a creature like that, and I've never seen someone able to do what you did today.
1: Are all of the monsters bad?
0: Yes, Harvester <laughs> says in the background.
1: Am I, I bad?
3: Why do you? Why do? What are you? Why are you asking that?
1: cuz i was doing something that no one else can do that was scary
3: i've never encountered a monster that isn't bad but i don't think you're bad from what i've seen from you tonight
1: can i help
3: help with what
1: the monster hunting thing <sighs> see extra credit extra <laughs>
3: extra, credit. <laughs> extra credit's crazy i i i i love the initiative um I love a student who who uh wants to wants to do go above and beyond outside of the classroom but it's really really dangerous and frankly people who aren't experienced could get us hurt as well as themselves and it's it's just a lot.
1: I could be useful though. I can do things that I know Max can't do.
3: Like what? As you also hear in the background.
1: Why is he listening?
3: He's always listening.
0: He,
1: he,
3: I can't get him to stop.
1: I mean, Max also just shot that guy in the head. I mean, probably not very great. Like, that was probably not the best decision, but he still did it.
3: He did shoot that guy in the head. Um, but that's not really a defense of what you can do.
1: Well, we both can be useful.
3: I also have to maintain my classes. I'm, I, it's late. I need to go. Hey, hey uh Sophie walks up to uh a Harvester and like uh uh puts a hand on his shoulder and goes, "You know I need to leave. Can you finish this? I don't know if you want me." "I don't want you to."
1: Ian's like terrified. <laughs>
3: "I I really don't want you to be the one to handle this, but can you do it in a way that shows that you care a little bit for me if no one else?" "Sure. I will do my best." And and hey, remember you know I'm stronger than you. I will kill you if I find out you fucked this up.
0: I have no response to that. So
3: I'll just I'll just I'll smirk and be like <laughs> She she walks away and and she goes, "Ian, you're in good hands here." Um if not kind of mean hands. Um I'm going to leave Where? I I need I mean it's late. I need to go like take care of some things at school because I wasn't expecting to get in a fight right here. You can
1: um, cancel class tomorrow. Oh. No.
3: Extra money doesn't hurt. Extra money doesn't hurt. But also because uh, the whole class thing is kind of a a cover. It, it, a
1: cover? Do you have a teaching degree? Yeah, of course. You don't like teaching?
3: I don't have a teaching degree. Dang.
1: <laughs> how did you become a teacher?
3: I'm a professor. It's different. Professors don't need degrees to teach.
1: I guess, but how would they... Hire you? Did Harvester threaten to kill someone so you can be a teacher?
3: There's no threatening. No one threatens to kill anyone in our line of work. Really? Really. I've never threatened to kill anyone.
1: I know you haven't. Not once. (laughs) I'm staring bullets into the back of Harvester's head.
3: And he hasn't either. I promise we didn't threaten to kill anyone. Mm -hmm. They just saw my accolades in the field of mythology and recognize that I was right for the job.
1: Okay, well, have a great night doing whatever your fake job is. It's not, okay, okay, okay.
3: And uh, she leaves. Uh, Harvester will
0: get up and walk towards Ian and Harvester will say, I don't know what you are, but once we figure it out, I will find out how to kill you and I'll remember it if I have to. All right?
3: Thank you all for listening to another episode of Every Witch Way. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Way. I wanted to thank my brother, Keenan Dyer, for putting the theme song together. And again, I wanted to thank the artist for doing the album art for season one. You can go follow her on Instagram, at BlueJayTheHero. Uh, again, I just can't thank them enough. I've put a lot of work into this. So have Jared, Sam, and Noah. And without the artist and my brother doing the music... None of this would be possible either. So to all five of them, really, just thank you all so much, because this is something I've been wanting to do forever, and they've uh, all been such a big part of it. And I know for Jared, this was his first time really jumping into a campaign. Uh, For Noah, Noah and I have actually been playing for years together, and we've talked about doing this for a million years. So this is a big jump for both of us. I know Noah's super stoked to be here, too. So just again, and thank you all for listening, because this wouldn't be possible without you guys. Again, sorry for the podcasting uh, audio issues. The space is improved, but these next couple episodes are still going to have some of these issues. Most of them I've been able to work out through editing, but you might hear a little bit of some gremlins in there that we didn't intend for. Very sorry about that, and hopefully soon we'll fix that. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Episodes will be coming out every Wednesday, and we will see you next week for more monster hunting.